It's Friday, and we're feeling good on a feel-good Friday. Does that work? A better Tiger Woods. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee. Your host, Aaron Stewart. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf. Glad to have you here today. I am happy it's Friday. Frankly, it's been a good week. Got a lot done this week. And I'm glad that it's Friday and we have some uh, time to hang out with the family. Hopefully, if you're in the warmer part of the world, you'll be able to get some, some golf in. We have snow here in Utah, so there will be no golf uh, unless it's in the the office home quarters where I have a nice little practice area set up. So we'll try to get some things going, trying to trying out some new technology this weekend that I'm excited about. We're going to put it to the test and see uh, if it uh, increases my ability to learn some things and learn about my golf swing. So I'll let you know how that all goes, but excited for the new opportunities to try some new technology out. Oh, always, uh, always is exciting to do. Anyway, so I wanted to discuss a little bit about, I saw a, a, an article, it was on golf.com, and it's entitled, Tiger Woods Reflects on 2018, says uplifting support from his peers helped fuel his unlikely comeback. And I have been thinking about this a lot. There's been a lot of talk since uh, when Tiger won the, the Tour Championship, and then on to the Ryder Cup, and, and then subsequent uh, tournaments since then. There has been, you know, with the match and then also with the Hero World Challenge, there's been some comments from the talking heads of golf that, you know, what's up with Tiger Woods? What's wrong with Tiger Woods? And it's a, it's a, it's a poorly formed question. What's wrong with Tiger Woods assumes that there is something wrong with Tiger Woods and the wrong, I guess, would be where is the killer instinct? Where is the, you know, take the game by the throat and strangle it to death, Tiger Woods? And I am one who believes and would like to suggest that that Tiger Woods is dead. And rightfully so. You know, this is a better version of Tiger Woods, as far as I can see. I mean, just, and, and I think this article sort of, summed it all up and kind of brought the whole thing into it. Tiger Woods talks about, he goes back and kind of reviews how he was feeling when he kind of right after his surgery and he wasn't exactly sure, you know, this final surgery on his spine, the fusion surgery, he wasn't sure if he was going to come back. He thought maybe that the golf was over for him. And I think we all remember that press conference when it was like the most depressing thing you've ever watched, you know, from Tiger Woods. I mean, it was more depressing than that ridiculous apology thing that happened years ago after the fire hydrant disaster. But, but that was depressing to see Tiger Woods sort of like, well, I guess it's over for me. And to see somebody with his mental fortitude sort of giving up was a little disconcerting for all of, all of the, us who have always thought that his, you know, his greatest weapon was his mind. He could just will himself around the golf course with a broken leg and still win a U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, right? That Tiger Woods. Yeah, I, I think that Tiger Woods is gone. And there's a, a number of reasons for that. He touched on one of them here. 
And that Tiger Woods was always, you know, the tough guy. And he always kind of kept himself insulated from the rest of the tour. Right. And everybody knew to kind of, you know, stay clear. There were a few, I think, at the home at his home course that kind of broke through a little bit. But he had a very, very tight knit group around him and nobody really penetrated that. And there's a lot of discussion that when, that when the trouble happened in Tiger Woods, he shut even more people out, right? That, that net became even tighter and, and, and closer. But now we read this article where afterwards, after Tiger Woods has that press conference when he's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to come back. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. Ranked 1,000, almost 1,200 in the world at the time. That there was a great outpouring from the members who were presumably going to be on that President's Cup where he was a vice captain. And they flocked in. And this is why I love the new PGA Tour. I love the fact that these guys hang out together, enjoy each other, get along with each other, uh, but want to still go out and, and beat one another's teeth in when they're on the golf course. But then they will wait for each other. When somebody wins, they're all sitting there waiting, hugging, high-fiving, and they're happy for one another when the competition's over. It seems that they've developed this very, a very, very good way for them to be competitive on the golf course and be about their game, but when the game is over, be about friendships and things that are more important than golf. I think it's taken Tiger Woods a longer time for him to realize what's most important in his life, and it's not golf. And I hope none of us believe that golf is the most important thing in our life, because it isn't. Golf cannot be that. Now, golf can play a much bigger role, and it can help us to develop a really healthy attitude towards trials and tribulations. It can teach us to overcome some real mental difficulties. It can teach us to be calm in very, very stressful situations. There's a lot of good that can come with golf, but golf being the end-all be-all is never going to work. And Tiger Woods has seemed to come to that resolve, and he's happier and better for it. Tiger Woods is a, a better father, loves his kids, and loves spending time with his kids. Okay, After you won the Tour Championship, that had to be a huge monkey off his back. And he took a great big deep breath and he's relaxing a little bit. Can we give him a break? I guarantee he's not practicing like he did during the year. And so be it. So yeah, he went to the Ryder Cup and he was exhausted and, and the USA got their heads handed to them. But did, to watch him and how he interacted with the other players and to watch him how he was interacting with Patrick Reed when Patrick Reed wasn't playing very well either, was amazing. It was beautiful. Frankly, to see this Tiger Woods, this is a Tiger Woods that I can get on board with. I was a real, I was very antagonistic towards the old Tiger Woods. Yeah, he could win, but he seemed like such a jerk. It was impossible to cheer for him. And I'm not a big competitive guy anyway. So it's not all about winning. I could appreciate that he was such a master of his craft. And he had developed into a, a wonderful talent. It's easy to respect that part of what he's been able to accomplish. But then when you wrap that in this sort of jerk persona, it became very hard for me to care. It was like, yeah, I, I always find, found myself rooting against the guy. And when he won, I was disappointed. I just don't like those types of guys getting ahead in life. And yet, yes, there's, there's some that would argue that's the only way to get ahead in life. And I completely disagree. So I love the fact that this new group of players can be really, really good friends, but also want to tear each other apart when they're on the golf course. 
And I think it's more about making sure that they perform at their highest level and then just kind of seeing where it goes. And that's why they're able to be competitive on the golf course. They just want to perform up to their very best level. And it's all about doing their thing and staying focused on their thing. It's not about beating everybody else. And that's a very healthy way to play golf. Be worried about doing what you do and doing it in the right way and playing the very best golf you can play and kind of just seeing where the cards fall from there. So Tiger Woods has been able to, he's, he's a loving and caring father who's now taking some time off and he's relaxing and it's showing in his play. Big deal. He lost the Hero World Challenge. Big deal. The most important part of that tournament is the charities that they support, not whether he wins or not. So despite what all the, some of the talking heads, not all, but some of the talking heads are saying, who cares if Tiger Woods wins the Hero World Challenge? And some of them have been knocking that it's an event. And some people have been knocking that there's a world ranking points. Well, look, there's people out there trying. Tiger Woods finished close to last. I think he was second to third to last. But there was guys out there really trying to win, really playing hard, and they were really good players on a really good golf course. I have no problem with them getting world ranking points. It was a competition where the best players in the world were playing. Why wouldn't they get, and, and sanctioned, why wouldn't they get world ranking points? That doesn't make any sense to me. So that argument is, is done. So Tiger Woods now, it, it, I just find it so ir- ironic in his life that he was one that pushed everybody away. And those types of people are really hard to reach out to. But this is the impressive thing. When, when the team members realized Tiger was in a bad place, and I think it's this, new gener- it's this new generation of golfers that aren't wrapped up, that golf is not their identity, right? Just being good people. They realized Tiger was in a bad place. And what they, they just, they reached out. He said he was inundated with communications from these guys, offering to come hit balls with them, hang out with them, buy them lunch. And that was a big part of Tiger Woods kind of coming around mentally and emotionally. And I think that experience to Tiger changed him where he realized, you know what? I don't think I have to be such a big jerk anymore. These guys are really good players. These guys are the dominant players. Now I'm, I'm a, you know, a vice captain on the President's Cup. I'm not playing. I'm ranked 1,200 in the world. These guys are the very best players, and this is how they're acting, and they're reaching out towards me in genuine friendship. Genuine. And that's a, being authentic. That's a whole other issue. But they were genuinely reaching out to try to help Tiger, and he felt it, and it changed him. And so, yes, we are seeing a better Tiger when Tiger won the Tour Championship, and you've seen this kind of going on, he's more talkative, he's more, uh, you see him joking around with the guys on the practice screens, he is just more uh, engaged with everybody else on tour, and he appreciates it more as well. So when he won the Tour Championship, nobody cheered louder than I did. He's changed his persona as one of the good guys. As a dad who cares about his kids, as a professional golfer who appreciates the opportunity that he has, and he appreciates the good people that are around him, and he appreciates being part of a team, and and that's made a difference in his life. Now, is that going to hurt Tiger's competitiveness? Maybe. Is that going to hurt his desire to go out and, and beat balls for 40 hours a week? Maybe. Does he want to hang out with his kids more than he wants to practice golf? Yeah. It seems pretty obvious. 
and good on him. I think all we're seeing now is that Tiger Woods is becoming a, a guy whose priorities are dead on right. Golf has taken its proper place in his life, which means it's, it's not the end-all be-all. It's not going to be the most important thing in his life. And so it may suffer a few steps. But Tiger is going to be a happier guy. He's going to be more enjoyable. He's going to be more accessible. He's going to be a very interesting person. And that's, that's awesome. I think that that's fantastic. And, and anyway, so that's sort of the feel-good Friday. I'm very, I'm happy for Tiger Woods. I'm happy that he seems to be in a better place. I'm happy that he uh, seems to be enjoying his life more. It, it's hard to think that he wasn't in a very good place before with all his success and everything he's accomplished. But I think he's realized the most important things in life really aren't associated with golf, at, at least the game. It may very well be in the people that he surrounds himself with and in his family and, and in his charity work. That's the most important part of it. So that's sort of the, my thoughts for a feel-good Friday. Sure hope that you enjoy the weekend. It's, a, it's such a good, weekends are so good, right? And we need them. Time to, to relax and sharpen the saw, enjoy ourselves, enjoy golf, enjoy everything that's going on uh, in our lives. So thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Uh, like, as we like to say here at Data Access Golf at the close of every single show, better data always means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.